0: This is Tiny Themes podcast with your host Amanda Bat. Hey everyone, it's Amanda, and I was so excited to be back with you this week. Last week, we had a lot of fun in Pennsylvania with our family and friends, and it's just nice to be back in Orlando now. But we had such a lovely trip. It was so much fun. If you've followed me on Instagram, you have seen some of our adventures from the trip. But if not, I'm going to give you a quick update here. Tallulah got to be the flower girl in my cousin's wedding, and it was just such a wonderful celebration. Their big day was gorgeous. They're just two wonderful humans were so so excited for them. Tallulah had an absolute blast getting her hair and makeup done and she got to ride the trolley with the wedding party and dance the night away. It was just such a beautiful day. I'm a little partial but my cousin Michael is just one of the sweetest people I've ever met. He just has a heart of gold and it was so exciting to see him find his bride and get to be there to celebrate them and we so wish them the best on their journey together. And then another thing that we did while we were in Pennsylvania is one of our good friends is the announcer for the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs baseball team. And he invited Tallulah to be the tyke on the mic to announce the players during one of the innings of the game. She absolutely loved it. And I'm going to share with you quickly a clip of her doing the announcing. She did such a great job. It was so fun to see her doing it. I mean, it was more than we were expecting to, which is really fun. And she really did such a fantastic job of just rolling with it. But she got to be on camera and she got to be recorded I didn't know if they were doing pre-recording or if it was going to be live and some of the names of the players were a little challenging, but she crushed it and I was so, so proud of her. So that was a lot of fun. We also got to check out the World War II weekend festivities in Reading, Pennsylvania. Of course, we went all out on costumes because you know we can't not. It's just part of us and It literally was like stepping back in time. It was such a cool experience. I've never experienced anything like that. Like I've seen different war reenactors because that's kind of prevalent up there. Like I remember seeing like civil war reenactments and things like that when I was growing up, but I've never seen anything like this that just truly made you feel like you step back in time. There's a lot of volunteers that are also reenactors who have these incredible wardrobes that are just spot on. There's a home front section where you got to see what like a house looked like in the 40s. It was just absolutely incredible. And I'm so glad we got to go. The planes that they had flying overhead were from World War II era. And it was just, it was a blast. So if you haven't been to World War II weekend in Reading before... I highly recommend it. It's usually the first weekend in June from what I understand. And I have heard, cause I was reading up on it in advance. Some years it's super hot and people were like dropping like flies a couple years ago. Then other years it was like torrentially downpouring. And so we really had a fantastic time to go for it. It wasn't too hot. It wasn't too cold and it only rained for a little bit but during that time we took the kids back to my parents place they went down for bed and then my parents stayed with them and michael and i got to go check out the big band dance party in the evening that was the part that made me feel most like i stepped back into time because like everybody was in costume or in outfits from that era, and it was just absolutely incredible. I can't say it enough. If you haven't been, definitely worth checking out. One of the other things that we did while we were in Pennsylvania was visiting Old Windmill Farm in Lancaster. It's an Amish farm that's still a working farm, but they give tours. I googled a whole ton of things before this trip to see what would be the best for the kids to do and what's a unique experience for them. Vivi especially is very into farm animals right now, as is Tallulah. So she had an absolute blast, of course. And I found this farm that does farm tours where you can hold baby pigs, baby chicks, baby rabbits, Uh, baby goats. You get to feed a baby cow, which is awesome out of a bottle. You get to milk a cow. You get to collect eggs from the hens. And it's just, it's really cool. You get to pet some horses, feed some horses. I can't say enough how cool this spot was. We actually ended up going back a second time because my sister came in later in the week and she was so excited about all these sweet little animals. So we took her the second time and it was Just as fun as it was the first time, the girls found this sweet little barn kitten. It was just like a feral cat, but it it hangs around the barn. There were two kittens and the kittens just like Tallulah. I was pretty sure she was going to bring it home with us because she was absolutely loving this sweet little kitten and it loved her. Like She would just walk around the farm with it and that was a blast. And then also in Lancaster, if you have never been, Dutch Wonderland is a really fun theme park especially if you have toddlers they have a big castle in the front lots of little rides and my kids very independent women that they are love when there's rides that mom and dad don't have to ride with them and they can just ride themselves when we went to Dollywood for the first time two years ago I remember Tallulah was like obsessed with the idea of these little kitty rides that she didn't need to ride on with us And it was funny to see Vivi also really loving that when we went to Dutch Wonderland this time. They have a really cool dive show. We got to see part of it. Tallulah and I were on this Skyline ride, which was slightly terrifying for me. Tallulah thought it was wildly entertaining and thought it would be great to remind me that she would probably be the size to just slide right out of this thing, which after she told me that, I was like mama bear gripping her for the rest of the ride. But needless to say, when we were on it, we could see the dive show And it was really cute and a lot of fun. And I know that that is like one of their headline shows. There's also a lot of unique areas to check out that are not something that you'd find at like a Disney. Like I know they have like a little tiny schoolhouse. They have a little tiny gingerbread house that's big enough. I mean, adults can walk through it too, but it's made for basically kids to enjoy. And I thought that is, it's something that our kids love. Like at this schoolhouse, there's a little chalkboard you can write on and a bell that they can ring in the front and then in the gingerbread house there's this like animatronic thing that is slightly creepy in my mind but also the kids love it so there's a little bench and they can sit and watch the little animatronic bakers doing their thing. There's definitely some elements that remind me of Disney. There's like a country bear jamboree kind of thing that happens a couple times a day. Animatronics also and then a lot of the rides are very reminiscent of that so they just added a teacup ride however it's much smaller and very fast So we decided we'd opt out and wait till we go back to Magic Kingdom to go on the one that mommy won't be sick on. Vivi got to check out the bulldozer and that was her first ride that she did by herself. It was literally this little tiny bulldozer. They they could pull the, um, I'm probably going to say this wrong, but the little scooper part in the front, they could pull that up. But the whole ride itself was like basically on a flat surface and it just spun around incredibly slowly. I think they went around twice and it was a two minute ride. So very nice and slow, but there's so many great attractions for toddlers and for families at Dutch Wonderland. So if you get a chance to go, if you're in Lancaster, it's definitely a fun spot for kids. As far as Disney updates, since we spoke last, if you listen to my Disneyland episode, you know how much Michael and I love roaming characters in the park. It's something that is very Disneyland and something that we don't really ever see at Walt Disney World. But for the Disney 100, Walt Disney World is actually doing some occasional roaming character opportunities. I've seen so far Stitch in Tomorrowland, not in person, online. Um, And then the princesses near the castle at night. I can't wait to witness them in person because I think that's going to be such a magical experience to see that even if we don't really get to interact with them, just seeing them wandering through the park. There's just something really incredibly magical about that. And so that's a fun new update. And I am recording this on the halfway to Christmas celebration day. Um, So Disney is starting to announce some fun Christmas updates. I know they just shared some tree information. And Christmas is so gorgeous at Disney. We really enjoy the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party there is cookies throughout the park, hot cocoa, apples, apple juice. It's a really fun event. It's also incredibly crowded at Christmas time. So I just want to give you a heads up as you're planning for the fall and Christmas time to be reminded that any time that there's a school break, parks are absolutely insane. And since Thanksgiving and Christmas tend to have longer breaks, usually the park is insanely busy during that time. However, they decorate pretty early for Christmas, so as soon as Halloween's over, it's usually like a week or two, and then they're all Christmas all the time, So, uh, which is what I do in my house now. I used to wait for like Thanksgiving to decorate my house for Christmas, but I figured if Disney could do it, so can I. So I've noticed, and maybe I'm crazy, but I'm okay with that, um that on Halloween, once the kids go to bed and once we're done with like trick-or-treating, sometimes I stay up late. I think the past two years I have and I've decorated the house for Christmas. So then November 1st, it's like, let's go because that's my favorite time of year. All of that to say, Christmas at Disney is absolutely stunning. If you're able to go, preferably in November, it's great and it's a blast and it's so, so beautiful. So check out Disney Parks' is. Um, Instagram right now because I know they're sharing some updates. Another fun update, there is a new Indiana Jones pop-up bar at Hollywood Studios for a limited time. They have some artifacts from the movie. I had to say that instead of props because it just felt right. And they have... A bar of course with some fun unique drinks it's located where you used to be able to register for jedi training academy so right next to 50s Primetime cafe and it looks adorable so i'll check it out when we go i think we're hoping to go to studios sometime soon so hopefully i'll get to check it out before it closes but it's here for just a limited time another fun update at disney is there is a treat available at all three of the all-star hotels this summer Looks like a hot dog, but it's actually an eclair and the fries that come with it are actually cookies. It looks absolutely adorable and I'm pretty sure we have to make our way over there to check it out because it's just a perfect little summer treat. Okay, now getting to the meat of what we're talking about today. I am talking Animal Kingdom logistics and tips. Michael and my sister Emily absolutely love Animal Kingdom. It is their all-time favorite park. That would always be their first choice of parks to go to. And it's very different than the other parks. A very different vibe. It's much more relaxed. It's much more lush. The vegetation's lush. And a little bit of like a slower vibe there than some of the other parks so my type a self although i do enjoy animal kingdom and i enjoy it a lot now that we have kids i feel like pacing pacing wise and air conditioning wise magic kingdom will always hold its number one spot in my heart as far as theme parks go however animal kingdom is an absolute blast with kids now this park is oftentimes the hottest park Because of the landscaping and vegetation, it's absolutely beautiful, but it does kind of prevent some airflow. So just be prepared for that whenever you're coming. I recommend bringing fans for the stroller for the kiddos and make sure you really lather up with sunscreen as well. They have some fantastic rides, especially if you have some older kiddos too. There's a lot of big rides like Everest, which is their huge roller coaster. Dinosaur, which is very similar to the Indiana Jones ride at Disneyland, uh, but dinosaur moves. It's quick moving. It's almost like that Jeep kind of style and the Avatar Flight of Passage ride, which is so beautiful, but it does have a height requirement, of course. And there's plenty of rides for anyone of all ages at Animal Kingdom. Kilimanjaro Safari is our absolute favorite. It's the most iconic in the park. You get to go through this safari that's on property and you get to see a ton of animals up close. I would say a couple tips for that ride. The lines tend to get very long in that attraction. So I'd say if you want to see the most animal movement and interaction, go either in the morning or at dusk because they tend to be most active then. I think it's also when they feed the animals. um, So they're definitely more active at those points. And the lines tend to be shorter around those times also. If you have a really little one who's coming with you on the ride, They absolutely can because there's no height requirement, but I do strongly recommend to baby wear them while you're on the attraction. You can do that, which is great. And it just helps with neck support because the ride is bumpy. Um, It does move around independently because there's a driver of the ride who's also your tour guide on the safari. I know for me that I really wanted my kiddos necks to be supported. So I encourage you to do that if you are going to go on that attraction. The shows at Animal Kingdom are also next level. The Finding Nemo show is air conditioned, which is a wonderful addition in the middle of the day. One of my tips for the Finding Nemo show is to sit in the far left bottom of the second tier section. That way when the characters come in and out, your kiddos can see them. And it's really fun. In the second, I think it's a couple numbers into the show, Dory and Marlin come through that area. And I know when we were sitting there one time and it was purely accidental that we were sitting there. Dory came over and was like high-fiving the kids right there, which was a lot of fun. So it's a great spot. None of the scary characters come. It's a really fantastic show. They even shortened it recently and just condensed it a bit. So it's easier for kids to sit through because it used to be a little bit longer, but they bring in some really fun elements of the show. Great songs, great music. It's also a really good spot. I know I've had some friends who have nursed in there because it's dark and peaceful and air conditioned. So great nursing spot too. Festival of the Lion King is also air conditioned, which is great. And the music and dancing and colors, uh, everything about that show is fantastic and phenomenal. So make sure you get to add those to your animal kingdom day. They're very entertaining for kids of all ages. Quick service. So I got to say there's two spots that are our absolute favorite quick service wise at Animal Kingdom. First far as scenic views go you cannot beat flame tree barbecue their mac and cheese platter that has pulled pork barbecue coleslaw and an onion ring on top is to die for like it's so good i've like dreamed of that before and the views are incredible you get to see everest and my tip for you is if you go on into flame tree barbecue seating area and go as close as you can to the water if you sit there those boats, they call them flotillas, are actually, they come right up there so your kids can see any of the characters or the bands that are going right next to um, the seating area. It's a blast and it's so much fun to get to incorporate that into your dining experience. We also tend to start stop by Pete Safari a good bit. It's a very simple menu. I mean, they have pizza and salads and just like the basics, but it's a really nice air-conditioned midday break. And we find that we're pretty refreshed after going there. So we'll find one of the air-conditioned rooms, just sit and relax and enjoy ourselves. And then you're really in a central location as well. So you can really go to Avatar, which is right down the walkway. You can go down towards Africa, go to Kilimanjaro. Or you can, of course, go towards Dinoland, which is the other direction, but not too far away. And then Avatar has their quick service restaurant as well. And their cheeseburger bao buns are amazing. You've probably seen those on Instagram. They're very iconic, but they're really good. I've tried them before and enjoy them a lot. As far as snacks go at Animal Kingdom, the Nomad Lounge also has seating that's on the water And my sister-in-law is gluten-free and she and her son have gotten the gluten-free churros there before. And she brought us back to try them with her because she's like, these are absolutely amazing. I don't eat gluten-free, but those were amazing churros. They have a really good dipping sauce and it's usually changed seasonally, but it is absolutely insanely good. So if you get a chance to go to Nomad Lounge, you usually do have to check in in advance because it's a lounge seating area. So you have to put in your phone number, but I recommend if you get there early and you want to try those, maybe check in and then see if they have, um, if they call you back later in the day, see what the wait time is. And I got to say, I don't know why, but a cup of the simple, like minute made frozen lemonade that you can get at any of the snack carts. I always love at animal kingdom. I think it really just cools me down. I don't love to be uncomfortably hot, so I think that's why Animal Kingdom and I have some moments sometimes, because there's really not a ton of air conditioning throughout the park. Like at Magic Kingdom, you're kind of in and out of shops throughout, but it's a little bit different at Animal Kingdom. So... I always vote for getting a frozen lemonade. It makes mama happy and it's nice and chill. And it just is a great refresher for the daytime. As far as play areas go for kids, there is a really great area, the Boneyard, where kids can play. It is mostly uncovered. So just be aware of that with whatever time of day you're there and for sunscreen purposes. But it is a really fun play zone. It's actually, I would say, the biggest one that we have at any of the Disney parks, like dedicated to kids play. We'll see if that changes whenever they do the renovations. I know they've talked about making some changes to Animal Kingdom, but for now it is there and it's a blast. They have a toddler section and they also have a section for older kids and they can really like climb up ramps. It's pretty high up actually, which is cool. They have mesh around so, you know, no kiddos can fall out or anything, but there's like climbing areas and they can walk throughout and it's it's just a really cool space for kids to get to get some of those wiggles out through the day if they've been waiting in lines and just need some time to play and be kids another unique thing to animal kingdom that i know we all enjoy is are the trails they have some really phenomenal trails that you can walk There is a gorilla trail where you get to see a bunch of different animals along the way and then some huge gorillas at the end, which are always incredible to see up close. We love checking that out. There's also aviaries on the trail and there's some reptile areas also and different animals that you get to meet along the way. I think it's the gorilla trail where you get to see a bunch of meerkats. They're so stinking cute. I love when they pop out of those little holes of theirs in the ground. They're just so cute. Those are definitely worth checking out. There's also the Maharaja Jungle Trek, which is another trail. And that trail has some amazing tigers and theming is just stunning over there. So any of those trails are phenomenal. They're great for toddlers to get to explore. There's like hippos on the trail and in the aviary like i said it's like so fun to see all the birds flying around you so much fun for toddlers it's also a great spot if you're trying to get one of your kids down for a nap and you still want to keep the other one entertained it's a great place to just walk with your stroller and let your other toddler or child and check out the exhibits and check out the animals. If you're not going all the way to the back of the park to check out those trails, there is a trail, the tree of life trail. That's the entrance on one side is right near the Starbucks. So, you know, priorities, if you got to go there, you're right near the entrance of the tree of life trail, but it's really fun. You do see some animals along the way, not a ton, not as many as those other two trails that I mentioned, but you do get to go right up next to the tree of life And I honestly didn't even know about these until a couple years ago. And the trail is just so cool because you don't always get to see the Tree of Life so close. The only other time that you really get to see it is tough to be a bug ride and you're in the queue. So it's really cool to get to check out all the animals and it's a fun game for the toddlers to play to see which animals that they can spot on the Tree of Life that are carved in. As far as characters go at Animal Kingdom, right now, some of the highlights are Moana and Kevin from Up. So Moana is the newest character who's there. She started during this year for the 25th anniversary of Animal Kingdom. And her line has been very long. So if you are planning on going to meet Moana, I talked to some of the cast members to get their tips because when I went to go wait in the line, it was a two-hour wait and that was not going to happen. I even tried to wait a little bit before the kids came over and the line just didn't move at all. So if you want to avoid the two hour wait, they recommended coming right when it opens when the park opens i think her meet and greets start about 30 minutes after park open but a 30 minute wait in the front end is a lot better than a two hour wait in the back end that might actually be longer than two hours dependent on character interaction time so if your kiddos like moana this is the park to go to this is our first time we've had like an official moana meet and greet so obviously there's a lot of popularity with moana and the lines tend to be for sure long kevin is also so much fun from up the big bird um she's just so cute And she walks around the park right around, right by Flame Tree Barbecue. She does walk around sometimes by like Tree of Life. And she actually comes out at a similar spot to where Moana's meet and greet is. So if you're in that general vicinity, you can see Kevin walking around, um, It's just a fun experience in general, but that one, it's a little bit easier to find Kevin than it is to find some of the other characters because Kevin is a roaming character. Also, Minnie and Mickey are in their safari gear at Animal Kingdom, so their meet and greet is adorable. I do believe there's Lightning Lane for their meet and greet. I could be wrong, but if you are doing Genie Plus for the day, it's definitely something worth checking out. But they are absolutely adorable in their safari wear, and it's a meet and greet that's 100% worth visiting. But if you don't want to wait in that line, you can also make a reservation at Tusker House, which is the character dining at Animal Kingdom. Mickey and Minnie are in their safari gear as well. And there's other characters like Donald and I believe Goofy's there also. It's a really fun restaurant. I know I ate there pre-kids, but it was, it's a really fun vibe of a restaurant and definitely always great to have some character dining opportunities because you get to knock out a meal and character meet and greets at the same time, which if you have a limited amount of time in the park, it's definitely something that would be worth your time. All right. Those were my logistics. I have to talk quickly tonight because I'm still not unpacked from our trip. So I have a little bit of work to do still tonight. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. It's always nice to be back with you. If you have any questions or you want to chat about anything, you're welcome to connect with me on my Instagram, bibbidi-bobbidi-bats, or send me a message at tinythemespodcast at gmail.com, and I'd love to answer your question either individually or on another episode of our podcast. Thanks again for joining me on Tiny Themes Podcast. I look forward to chatting with you again next week. On behalf of myself and two of my favorite assistants at Tiny Themes Podcast, thanks for listening. Have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye.